Q3 earnings season got off to a solid start, but if there was a question in your mind as to whether earnings growth can continue to lead the market higher, well, we're going to get that answer now from our research director, Shiraz Mian. Shiraz, what are you looking for in the uh, Q3 earnings growth column? So the growth pace has been improving, Terry, as the reporting cycle has unfolded. Uh, the expectation currently is for 31.5% year-over-year earnings growth in Q3. Uh, as the reporting cycle got underway, the growth rate expected was close to 26%. But uh, going into the Q3 earnings season, didn't that growth number slip a little bit from Q2? Oh, yes, in a major way. In fact, we had unusually high growth rates in the first half of the year. In fact, in uh, in the June quarter, earnings were up 95% on a year-over-year basis. Uh, and a big part of that, obviously, was the easy comparisons to the, uh, uh, to the June quarter of 2020, where the, uh, the COVID impact was severest. Uh, but overall, earnings were very strong, too. So, yes, uh, it, it's, a, it's a deceleration. The growth is decelerating from the first half's uh, very, very uh, high, uh, high growth pace. Consensus, I've seen calls for estimates on the upside, but frequency and magnitude of the EPS beats to moderate from the first half of 2021. Is that what you're seeing? Yes, uh, the in many respects, what we saw in the June quarter was in record territory. So we mentioned briefly the growth rate, uh, but the uh, proportions of these companies beating estimates, the magnitudes of the beats, all of those factors were in record territory. Now, uh, the way Q3 is unfolding, it is good and strong, but not as strong as what we saw in the June quarter. All right, let's take a look at that scorecard. So including uh, all of the results that came out this morning, uh, we now have Q3 results from 100 uh, S&P 500 members. That's about a fifth. Uh, there, there is, in fact, a fifth of the, uh, of the index's membership. Uh, total earnings for these companies are up 45.3%. Total revenues are up 16.6%. 87% are beating revenue uh, EPS estimates and 75% are beating uh, revenue estimates and and the uh, uh, the, uh, the the comparison to the uh, the June quarter the 87% EPS beats percentage compares to 90% beats percentage in the June quarter uh, and the uh, the five year average is 78.4% so it's above average uh, but below what we saw uh, in Q2. Okay, and uh, this morning that you mentioned is the 21st of October, just so people are aware of that. So third quarter is typically the strongest for Wall Street. But as we said, estimates moved a little lower going into the reporting season. It's the first quarter in four that we've seen that happen. So does that mean that this third quarter won't be good for the market at all, or just not as good? Perhaps not uh, not as good. There are some macro questions about the earnings outlook, and uh, those macro questions 
are tied to the, the inflation the inflation question that that the market has been uh, seized up with these supply chain disruptions uh, and, and and bottlenecks uh, and all of that is showing up in uh, in how companies are guiding uh, how companies are discussing our trends and underlying businesses so uh, what I'm seeing uh, at the start of this uh, Q3 earnings season, uh, and, and the commentary I'm, I'm hearing from management teams about Q4 is a relatively reassuring compared to what we saw in the run-up to Q3. Uh, but a lot of that is still uncertain. Uh, we still don't know whether these macro developments, inflation, supply chain, whether these are temporary phenomenon that get ironed out uh, in a couple of quarters, or or something that uh, sticks around here uh, and will uh, will weigh on corporate profitability. Yeah, inflation pressures are eroding profit margins, no doubt about that. Is the bottom line then for Q3 going to be based on corporate commentary about margins and how companies plan to pass on rising costs to consumers? Absolutely, uh, that will be the key. In fact, uh, some of the uh, of the relatively lower margin businesses, particularly in staples uh, and some uh, some some segments of the retail, uh, those stocks are already under pressure in the expectation that margins in those areas uh, will be uh, will be under pressure. So uh, to the extent that management teams can provide us, uh, favorable guidance for Q4 and beyond uh, with respect to uh, their supply chains and their uh, cost base, uh, that will be driving uh, the stock price and uh, the market in the aggregate. My sense is that uh, since the broader economy decelerated in Q3 as well, and the hope is that the growth pace resumes from the current period, from Q4 onwards, uh, we'll see uh, some uh, follow-up uh, response in the market as well. What sectors do you see as top performers this quarter? I would think technology should be uh, the biggest driver. Technology uh, in the aggregate has the least exposure to these uh, these macro questions. They have uh, they have the most pricing power and. Uh, uh, they typically don't have their stuff delivered on a UPS truck, so it's it it should be it should be easier for uh, for for the Microsofts and the Googles of the world uh, to uh, to to have outsized results and not be impacted by these macro questions. We saw some impressive numbers from the finance sector as well, uh, uh, but I, I I strongly feel that the uh, uh, the, the staples and the consumer-facing uh, sectors and industries uh, will will be struggling this earnings season. All right. We're going to keep an eye on your written commentary on Zax.com in between these audio podcasts. Earnings preview on Mondays, earnings outlook written commentary on Thursdays. With our research director, Shiraz Meehan, I'm Terry Ruffalo. And don't forget to check out this free book offer, Finding Number One Stocks, a 300-page hardcover in which Zach's Executive Vice President Kevin Matris reveals almost every stock-picking secret he's learned from the system that since 1988 has more than doubled the average yearly gain of the S&P 500. Get details at zax.com promo. 
This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.